0: The Christmas story is rife with plot twists and evil despots. There is fearfulness among the innocent and anxiety about personal security. A small family huddle against a cold and indifferent world holding each other tight one of the reasons the christmas story is so meaningful is just how realistic it is this is no fairy tale it mirrors our lives the plot twist the presence of menacing evil our own fearfulness our anxieties the intimate inescapable relationship between life and death between living And dying. We know such things in our bones, in our aching hearts. These are real to us. Our mortal fears are not glossed over by the story, but rather affirmed, acknowledged. The precariousness of human life and its preciousness are held in tension. There are hard decisions to be made, with not enough hard data to inform the decision making. The Christmas story proclaims that it is precisely to such a world that God comes and came. Thus for all the evils and all the ills, the Christmas story affirms the presence of a benevolent God, the shining ideal of good, the promise of hope with each new birth, the power of love and, not least, divine tenderness toward the disinherited. On Christmas Eve, we retell and rehearse this ancient yet ever new story. We tell it and sing it and proclaim it and preach it against the background of an insinuating pandemic and contemporary despots and profound fears and upending anxieties. The Christmas story affirms that while evil is present, real and powerful, so too is good. While the world is a place of violence and brutality, the yearning for peace is ancient and strong. It is because of this that we refuse to abandon the hope of justice. The Christian story is not a once and done, happily ever after story. It is an unfolding story, an ongoing drama that matters deeply matters. It is a real life drama in which the forces of good and evil are joined. It is a story in which we are asked to take our part, you and I. We're not expected to win the war, but we are expected to participate in the skirmishes, the battles, taking the side of the good, the side of God, the side of peace in a violent world, the side of mercy in a vengeful world, the side of warmth in a sneering world, the side of the poor in a world that prizes wealth, the side of the downtrodden in a world vicious with power. And you do. You do take sides. I know you, many of you. Well enough to know that you do take part in the skirmishes. You do take sides. You put yourselves on the line. I see you. You doctors and nurses and medical personnel plying your trades. Employing science and reason to ease human suffering. To heal bodies and save lives. I see you you educators, our teachers and professors, giving young minds the tools to learn and analyze, to deduce and to problem solve, that they might change the world or their corner of it for the better. I see you, a congregation of caregivers who far from the limelight, commit countless acts of kindness, companionship, neighborliness, Consequential acts, acts that matter. I see your bravery in the ways you parent your beautiful children in a world of dangers and woe. I see it in your life stories and in the battles you wage. I see Old South taking God's side and supporting the resettlement of two Afghani families, a family of five and a family of eight. Recent refugees arrived in Boston since the Taliban seized Kabul. These two families, these 13 lives, are sheltered tonight and fed and supported as Boston churches, Old South among them, step up. And last Saturday, I observed some 15 or 16 of our families with young children taking God's side by exercising tenderness toward the disinherited. They prepared Christmas presents for unhoused neighbors, gifts of warm socks, hand warmers, chapstick, gloves, hats, scarves, Dunkin' Donut gift cards, and more. Carefully, our children filled each box with gifts, Carefully, each box was wrapped, cards decorated, and then the children bundled up to go out onto Boylston Street to deliver them, one by one, person by person, to unhoused neighbors. And even now, this night, by worshiping in this way, we are taking God's side to protect one another, to keep each other safe. In undertaking these small, quiet, unsung acts, day in and day out, away from the limelight, you enter the fray, we enter the fray, engage the contest, and take sides. As was true true 2,000 years ago in Palestine, the insatiable Herods get all the news and all the attention, Yet all the while, among and through you, God is quietly and persistently at work. Ours is an underground movement, but no less powerful, meaningful, or impactful. Never forget that. The power of the Christmas story is the very truth of it. A truth we know in our bones and in our lives, in our own aching hearts. This is no fairy tale. It is a consequential contest contest between good and evil, life and death. The next carol imagines the angels heralding the newborn king and the peace and mercy of his reign. The angels herald the child in song, and song, well, song is among the ways we too herald this child. But there are other ways, other heraldings, the heraldings you do, all of you, so quietly, so earnestly, so bravely, far from the limelight, in every instance in which you take a stand, side with God, and enter the fray. Bless you for that. Bless you for siding with God and taking your place in the story of this holy night. God bless you, and Merry Christmas. Amen.